Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I'm this guy. My name is Brent. I have been an English teacher in the United States for over 20 years. And the goal of this podcast is to help you improve your English. Before we get started, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, would you mind leaving a like or a comment? It really helps other people find the podcast. Thank you so much, and I hope you learn a lot from this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? We live? I hope this is working. Never done this before. But I figured, you know, after the lesson, if anybody, if there were any questions that weren't answered, this is just, um, you know, there'll be fewer people over here and just kick back, hang out. There was, I asked um, some channel members like, hey, if you want to come on the chat, uh, feel free Nobody, nobody answered. Nobody, nobody wanted to come on. And I understand that it can be pretty tough to come on camera. And then when English isn't your first language, but I thought, um, you know, let's just talk here. See who's here. Ario, Betty Lou's here. Welcome. And um, you can just ask any questions about the lesson or ask any questions in general. Audie's here, Luke. And we're back. Yeah, so the other lesson went on for like over an hour. And so some people might get bored. So I thought, you know, let's just come over here and we can have a just an informal chat. Um, I can answer questions here about pretty much anything. Hey, Hector, what's going on? That is that is that French? Is that French there? Freddie's here. Yeah, anybody, any of the channel members, if you want, um, I don't think anybody said they wanted to talk on Discord. I checked before on the other, right before I went live. That's okay. That's okay. All right, let's go. All right, Luke has a question about the meaning of the verb compound. Compound, and I know that Luke is into money, so he's an economist. So when I hear the word compound, I think of money, like getting bigger. Like we have something in English called compound interest, where it can like, it can double sometimes. Um, so I guess an, a definition would be adding to something. Um, if you don't use it with money, you could compound a problem. So you would make it worse. Um, let's see. Let's say you're having a picnic. Out, let's say you're having a wedding outside. And it's kind of windy. 
and you're like, oh, I hope, I hope everything goes well. I hope the plates don't blow away. So you're having a problem already and then it starts to rain. So the rain will compound your problem. It'll like make it even worse. So I hope that helps. Hope that helps. Uh, I didn't mention anything about dice with the board games. And this is weird though. Like dice is the plural. One is a die. Die. It's spelled the same way as like when someone loses their life. One die, two dice. Yeah, we would just we might just say, hey, can you roll? Like if you're waiting for someone to take their turn, hey, can you can you go ahead and roll? So you might hear that with dice. Hey, can you throw the dice? Can you roll the dice? You'll hear both. But hey, it's your turn. Can you roll? We might just say that if you're playing with dice. All right, let's see. Ah, Casey, good to see you over here. Uh, the question is, what does it mean to take an L? L is short for loss. So a lot of video gamers will use that. Oh, man, I took an L. It just means you lost. But, you, I mean, you could take an L in life. <laughs> Let's. So last, uh, last night, my middle school, where I teach, we had a dance for the eighth graders. And um, some people might ask, like somebody on a date. We talked about dates with the prom lesson. So you might ask somebody out on a date, hey, do you want to go to the dance with me? They might say no. <laughs> and then you could ask, hey, you were going to ask out, we'll just say Susie. That's an old name. None of my, none of my students are named Susie. Hey, you, you were going to ask Susie out. How'd that go? <laughs> I took an L didn't go well. You lost it, it. She didn't say yes to you. Oh yeah. Miho. I know. I know if you're watching from, I know like Audi, if he's here, Thailand, Indonesia, Ario, Harry, uh, it's, it's late over there in, in Europe. I'm sorry. I know. Well, have a good night, Miho. Hopefully you had a good birthday dinner. Yeah, long time no see, Marco. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, Luke, I hope that helped. So money, compound, and then you could just make, make something worse. So, um, Ario says, what's another word for car keys? I don't think there is. I think we just say, hey, oh, man, I lost my car keys. Where are my car keys? Luckily, I just leave my car keys in the ignition so I never really have to worry about losing them. We have a garage in my house. So I just drive the car in the garage. The garage door shuts. And then when I'm at school, I keep my car keys in my bag. I keep my car keys in my pocket when I go to the store or something. So luckily I haven't lost my car keys in a long time. All right, Emmanuel, what's going on? Speaking of compound... Yesterday, I decided to jot down, nice English there, some compound adjectives. I still have to go over all of them, like so-called once in a lifetime, good for nothing, you name it. I right, said so once in a lifetime, for some people, it, oh yeah, we have compound words too, compound words. 
Um, so some compound adjectives. Ah, so-called. Yeah. You could use so-called as a um as an insult. <laughs> Let's say um somebody was talking about me and they didn't think I was a very good English teacher. It's like, oh, did you watch that so-called English teacher, Brent? Speak English with this guy? <laughs> so you could use like so-called, like they think of themselves as an English teacher. Um, what if like somebody was mean to you? Oh yeah, my so-called friend totally ditched me. They just totally left you. Yeah, your so-called friend. You might use quotation fingers for that. Once in a lifetime, it's exactly what it sounds like. Something that's big, you might only get to do it once in your lifetime. So maybe taking a trip to the United States, it's like a once in a lifetime thing. Maybe you save up your money for a long period of time. You come here, you do a road trip like Danny is doing. Oh, you good for nothing. That's another insult. Yeah, my good for nothing husband didn't do the dishes. It's a really bad insult, by the way. Good for nothing. Um, is flip-flop referred to someone who struggles to stick in a move? Fickle, yeah. Yeah, if somebody flip-flops, they change their mind, they make a different choice. Um, let's talk about an election. Okay, maybe um, somebody is voting for president and they want this one person, but then they flip-flop. They're like, no, 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 I think the other person would be better. So we call it changing your mind, making a different choice, flip-flop. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could use it, let's say like dinner. And um, you could have, let's say either chicken or corn and you might pick yeah um i'll a couple of weeks ago there was a dinner that i went to and i had two choices of of meal um i think it was chicken or fish and i could choose chicken mark a little box you hand it back in with your invitation but then if you flip-flop you're like no 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 i want i want fish now so you'd flip-flop your choice. Yeah, good question. Whoa, no. Marco, you're listening while taking a shower on your phone? Oh, don't get it wet. Don't get it wet. Careful. All right, Freddie, in France, they have a board game called A Thousand Miles. No, we don't have that. No. I'm trying to even think of... The subject is about making trips with cars. I can't even think of one. No, we probably do, but that just doesn't, doesn't jog my memory. That's a term you might hear in English. I can't, I can't think of it. Doesn't, doesn't make me think of anything right now. (laughs) Quote unquote, so-called teacher. Yeah. Learning, oh no, manual. Learning English is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very nice. 
what do people use to turn their car on? Is that sentence correct? Yeah, it is correct. Now, English teachers like 20, 30 years ago would say you should never end a sentence with a preposition. Preposition is on and you ended your sentence with that. Modern English teachers will say it's fine. You can end a sentence with a preposition. We do it all the time in English. So if you ever have a teacher that says you can't, you can. I think just some English teachers are so picky. Yeah, that that's good. I mean, capitalize that W for what? You should always begin your sentence with a capital letter. But yeah, what do people use to turn their car on? Yeah. If you don't want to end with a preposition, you could say, what do people use to turn on their car? Both are correct. And to answer that is the ignition. You stick the key in the ignition and you turn. I used that um, earlier, right? Ignition. All right. I, I really can't. Uh, I, I really can't care about alarm off. Wide off, but the alarm still working on ringing. Um, I'm not sure, Audie. Um, somebody's running the garbage uh, trash compactor up there. So what you can do with your phone, I hope I'm, I'm hoping I'm understanding you is you can turn it on vibrate. It means the phone will kind of buzz. It might shake in your pocket, but it won't make a sound. So a lot of times when I'm at school, my phone will be set to vibrate. The alarm will still, I will still know it's ringing because I will feel the vibration in my pocket. It will vibrate. That's the verb. I will feel the vibration in my pocket. So you could have your alarm on, you could turn it to vibrate, or you could silence it. I don't know if that's your question, but I'll answer it that way. So you could have your phone, the alarm is on, you could have it vibrate, or you could set it to silent. If it's set to silent, you won't know your alarm is going off. Hope that works. Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think of what a thousand miles would be in French. And I, I couldn't think of what that was. Can I use the plural of cars in Ario sentence? Let's see. Yeah, you could. What do people use to turn on their cars or their cars on? You could. Yep, you could. What do people use to turn their car on? Yeah, I think both would work. I don't think one is better than the other. Because you wouldn't change it to person. What does a what does a person use to turn on their car? You sometimes will hear the, if you want to be, don't, don't. But if you want to be really formal, what does one use to turn on their car? That pronoun is usually only used in formal writing. What does one do? You know, what does one use to turn on their car? But I would, I would go with what Ario wrote. Yeah, it's good. Or, or cars. 
wait a second what this is this looks like a cooking term i do not know i do not know that answer Fayez. is that for this channel can i substitute pre-cooked egg noodles if i don't have ganache on hand oh are you asking about on hand because if it's cooking i don't know but if you're asking about on hand okay Yes, I'm just going to go with the English here, okay? But yeah, if you have something on hand, it means it's available to you. If you're talking about ingredients for cooking, it means they're in your house. You have them. Um. Oh, oh okay. I have notes at, um, okay, I have my notes at hand. Yeah, you could say that. The first sentence sounds more natural to me. I have my notes at hand. But yeah, if something is at hand, it's available to you also. You use those both correctly, though. Um, I think you could use notes on hand, too, though. Yeah, my notes on... But we might just say, hey, I have my notes right here. If that makes it easier. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of native English speakers would say. Wait, I got my notes right here. Let me let me look at them. Hope that hope that helps. But the first one, yes, we use that with ingredients all the time. Yeah, I have them on hand. It means they're available. You have them there. Manual. I wonder if I can use. Um, I think with being. Do you mean like being right? I think like being. being so i think we would normally say like i'm left-handed i like i'm literally left-handed so oh we might say um i misread the question i think oh oh i misread the okay bang yeah you're thinking bang or right i don't know why this is all in capital letters (laughs) yeah that would sound very natural if you did while giving directions, that would sound very natural. Hey, how do I get to the store? Well, up there, you're going to bang a right, okay? And then, then bang a left, and then you should see it. Yes, you can use that. Bang a left, bang a right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Fayez, why the prepositions are different in these sentences? Oh, with on hand and at hand? Yeah. I mean, you can just say I have these. I don't know why they're different. And I don't know if we would use, I know with the cooking, you would like, oh, do we have sugar on? Uh, I would just, but if I'm talking to Jamie and we're cooking something, I might just say, hey, can you just check if we have any sugar? I would just say that. If I'm making something and I'm at the store, like, oh, and I didn't know I needed an ingredient, I might just text her and say, hey, do we have any sugar in the cabinet? Do we have any sugar in the ca- cupboards? Yeah. Those might sound a little more formal. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Just say, hey, I, oh, I have my notes right here. Hey, do we have any sugar? Might just say it like that. I don't know that game. I don't know that game. Oh, Anya's, Anya's uh, using Google. 
I don't, Fiaz, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Hey, don't worry about messing up. That's what we're here for, right? Make some mistakes. Hey, it's better than not saying anything at all or typing anything at all. I'm glad you did. Glad you did. You know what? I smile because I see my own comment. Well, I'm hope you, I hope you're smiling again because there's there's another one of your comments right there. All right, what does Betty Lou Betty Lou have to say here? Um, Betty, what's the most exciting thing about your summer vacation? Are you looking forward to some getaways? Yeah. Hey, the um, the English lesson was going a little long, so there were I think a couple ones I didn't get to. But let's do this one right here. Um, I should have done this one. Uh, let's go all the way to the end. You might have seen all these before, right? But I think the last one I used was, we can go back over, was staycation. And I'm, I'm going to do this in a future lesson coming up. But staycation, because the gas prices are so high everywhere, I think many American families will be taking staycations this summer because gas prices are so high. So Betty, to answer your question, um, like I said in the, the lesson, Jamie and I, we do have like one little getaway where we'll be spending the night at the beach. I think we did this last year or the, or the year before. I think it was the year before and we and hopefully the weather is good we're going on like june 20th so i hope the weather is good but we usually just stay outside we we actually um i didn't i didn't mention this one either but stargazing we usually bring a blanket out on the beach and we just wait till the stars come up if it's nice out we might need to wear a sweatshirt or something but yeah stargazing you can look at the see i got something here too you might not know the word gaze but gaze is a verb that means to look at for a long time so the man gazed at the beautiful woman but you could go stargazing too we might do you hear my family's moving furniture up there i hope you can't hear it but yeah stargazing where you look at the stars we don't have a telescope that's what's in that picture there call that a telescope in english but it looks like that person would be looking at the moon and then uh, another star i don't think that's a star though i think that's probably venus right probably venus yeah i would think we did the other one. Oh, summer reading list never got to that one either hopefully you have a, a summer reading list I don't have any of my books here, but I'm reading an autobiography about Keith Richards, one of the guitarists for the Rolling Stones. I think I'm going to read a play by Shakespeare called Twelfth Night. So does anybody have a summer reading list? It's a big thing, um, especially teachers, English teachers. You might catch up on some of the reading that you weren't able to do during the school year. So Betty, please, yeah, please drop in the chat. What is everybody doing this summer? Do you have any good summer vacations lined up? But Emmanuel is from Brazil, right? Emmanuel, you're from Brazil. So 
you might have to wait a little while for for summer. Um, setting up a getaway to I don't know I don't know where that is. Famous spot out here, Rio. Oh wow, clear water in Brazil. Yeah, Brazilian beaches, Rio. I would love to visit one day. Love to visit one day. Fayez. A lot of words to mouth. Yeah, Fayez, I think your English is pretty good. We've never spoken, but I, I would imagine your English is pretty good because you're always adding to the lesson in the chats. So you said you're from Turkey, right? You're from Turkey. <laughs> the gas prices. Yeah. Liquid gold. My gosh. And I know, I know like when I complain about gas prices, I know if you're living in Europe or you're living in Canada, it's much worse. So I know, but Americans, um, we paid now it's over in my state, $5 a gallon, which I, I think is still pretty cheap compared to Canada. I think most of the rest of the world uses liters. We use gallons. They're a little bit bigger than a liter. I don't know how, like three liters equal a gallon or something like that. But yeah, $5 a gallon. And just two years ago, we were paying like $2 a gallon. So it's more than doubled. But I think we're still lucky here in the United States. Let's see. Audi. I mean, alarm clock. Why the alarm clock is still off, but ringing? I don't know, Audi. Uh, you're a gold member, so you can um, you can send me a video on um, volley if you'd like. The only other thing I, thing I can think of is snooze. We have that in English snooze button if you hit snooze that means your alarm goes off if you hit the snooze button your alarm will go off again in five minutes or seven minutes if you hit the snooze button on your alarm clock snooze snooze is an english word for a short nap a short time to sleep. So in the afternoon, oh, yesterday I actually took a snooze right before the dance because I woke up early to go to work and then the dance lasted until the late evening. So when I got home from work, I took a little snooze. It's another way to say nap. I took a little snooze. Naomi, oh, my summer break is starting. Okay, hang on. Um, you would say, I know that from and since are kind of tough. You could say, like, my summer break is starting in the middle of July. Or my summer break will be starting in the middle of July. I'm sorry. My summer break starts at the end of next week. So on June, is it 17th, I think? So this is what my school week looks like i gotta work monday tuesday wednesday with students monday tuesday wednesday thursday is students last day 
They get out at 10, 10 a.m. So I'm going to show up at work at about 7. We'll be done at 10. I don't know what we're doing for the rest of the afternoon. And then on Friday, we have a teacher's workshop where teachers have to show up. I'll probably get my room ready for next year. And I think my principal will let us out early. He's he's getting a different job in a different state. I don't think he cares anymore. My new principal might be in the building on Friday. I don't know, but we're getting a new principal. So my old principal is leaving. We're getting a new principal. We'll see what happens. Uh, Turkey. Okay, so Fias says, you can't imagine how gas prices have been skyrocketing since the beginning of the year in Turkey. Yeah, I feel really bad for people in Turkey and Argentina. I mean, I feel bad for everyone with the prices, but I know that inflation has been hitting Turkey really bad for about a year, right? And Argentina too. So yeah, sorry about that. Whoa, five liters equals a gallon. Wow. So I think the gas prices in Canada are like, I think they're seven to $8 a gallon. So that's crazy. All right. So Emmanuel, he's Brazilian. So he, he knows, right? I recommend when coming to Brazil, please bring a good sunscreen. Yeah. Well, what do we call those? We call them the UV rays. And in English, I think it's SPF. SPF. Let's see, let me make sure. SPF block. Yeah, if you ever see that, let's see. I can share this. If it's a really good sunscreen, it has like an a high SPF. We'll get uh we're just gonna search Google here, but I think it will work. And it's it's an acronym and it stands for let me pull it up here. SPF, sun protection factor, sun protection factor. So like 30%, I think it a 30, SPF 30 blocks like 30%. I'm sure you have the same thing in your language, but in English, you'll see it SPF. So 30, 50, I think I'm thinking. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought it was exactly the percent. So 50 means 98%. That's pretty good. So I guess you can't get a 100 SPF. I don't think I thought, I thought that meant it blocks a hundred percent of the rays, but I guess not. You learn something new every day, right? SPF. So if you're going to Brazil, come on, bring some sunscreen with a high SPF. Bring some good sunscreen there. What? Yulia, you're listening to the lesson and resting on the river. That sounds delightful. And I say this a lot on the other channel. I think one of the best ways to learn English is listening. So you're listening to me speak English. I'm a native English speaker. 
I use the correct pronouns, um, prepositions most of the time. So I think it can really help you. Hopefully I'm not speaking too quickly or too slowly. Now, Ario, you're up very late. I hope it's okay. I'm watching your video on my laptop and another video as well on my phone. We call that multitasking. If you're doing two things at once, you're multitasking. And uh, young people can multitask pretty well, I think. Betty says, catch you later. Oh, you have an English interview next week? Stay hydrated. Thank you. Virtual hog. Right back. Well, let us know um, in the Discord. I know you're active in the Discord. Let us know. I'm curious. Let, let us know what your English interview is about. And then let us know how it goes. Okay. Yeah, Maria says heavy inflation. Uh, she's from Argentina, just in case you didn't know. And Turkey. Yeah, I heard that in the U.S. you're having the worst inflation rates for the last, uh, in the last 30 years or something. Yeah, I'm 46 years old. I think the last time it was this bad was right around the time I was born. So the mid-1970s, we had really high inflation. Gas prices were high. So it's going to get better probably for most of us around the world. It will get better. We just don't know when. We just don't know when. I would go on camera, but I have a towel on my hair. Well, that would be funny. That would be funny. I would like to see that. You have a towel uh, if I, I remember correctly, Maria's hair is, is still pretty long. I think if I've seen your picture you posted on Instagram a week ago, I think so. So her hair would be up in a towel. That's That would be a funny look. That would be a good look. I wish I had that much hair that I could put up. No, I think, I think you said it. I have my hair in a towel. Oh, yeah, you can say I have my hair in a towel. You can say that. Uh, both my daughter and my wife will sometimes do that because they don't like the wet hair on the back of their neck. So they just put their hair up in a towel. Audie, what? Gas prices, $1.25 per liter. But our minimum wage is $10 per day. 10 US dollars per day. Wow. Um, see if you want to be a janitor or a custodian, have you heard that term? It's someone who sweeps up, who cleans at McDonald's. I know it was $19 and 50 cents per hour at McDonald's 19 cents, sorry, $19 and 50 cents per hour McDonald's. I'll write that out just in case. I saw that weeks ago. I was like, whoa. It's pretty good. All right. Thank you, Betty. She said she will keep us all posted. Yeah. Hey, um, Casey says, I don't have a driver's license. The gas price is not on my radar yet. Yeah. And I would agree if you don't have to drive very far. It's not so bad. 
my wife, if you were in the last lesson, she drives about 40 miles to her work, but the, in the United States, at least to get the goods to the store, the things we buy to get them to the store, they drive a truck and the trucks take gas. And, um, a lot of those trucks take diesel and diesel is over $6 a gallon here. So the prices in the stores are also going up because of the gas prices. Scary. Freddie says, I took my English test with native speakers. Impressive. Wow. They spoke so fast that my ears were bleeding. I struggled to understand them. Nevertheless, I understand all of what you say, Brent. Yeah, that's good. I try to slow down the speaking and try to enunciate, we call it in English. I try to pronounce every syllable as best I can, but uh, sometimes I get a little lazy and just run my words together, which is probably okay. If you're trying to learn English and listen to native English speakers speak, there may be a couple times where I'll, you know, speak a little quicker, a little more quickly. Probably what I'm doing right now. Eating fried noodles. Nice. Hey, speaking of eating things, it's 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock where I'm at. I think um, I'm going to get going now, but I would like to. Yeah, that's the scary thing. Like it's a job that doesn't require any education. You sweep the floor all day, 1950 an hour. But um, that's just makes everything else go up in price, right? If you're paying the custodian 20 bucks an hour, you got to charge more for your cheeseburgers, which is just, uh, we would call it a vicious cycle. I'm not sure if you've ever heard vicious cycle. It might be a little bit too hard for me to spell vicious cycle. It's where one thing leads to the other and it just keeps getting worse and worse. You might use that word vicious cycle. I actually spelled it correctly. Vicious cycle. One thing leads to the other. So the prices at the store are getting more expensive because the gas prices to drive a truck goes up. So then you need to pay your workers more so they can afford the cheeseburgers. And it's just, it's a vicious cycle. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Oh. We've got to try to find a way to bring inflation down, right? All right. Hey, thank you all for this one on 40 minutes, almost 37 minutes. I didn't think it would go on that long, but uh, it's a lot of fun talking to you. I really enjoy it. And I, I enjoy this because I don't have to do a lesson. We can speak a little bit more informally here. So, oh, thank you. Maria says, if I had to choose the perfect American accent to imitate, it would be definitely yours, Brent. It's cool and clear. Thanks so much. I've worked hard on trying to get rid of an accent because where I live, there might be like a New England accent, but and I lived in other places in the United States. So I tried to get a kind of a neutral accent. But as I always say, you should definitely keep your accent. Maria, 
and I have spoken before. There's probably a video on this channel where we have spoken and uh, Maria has a great accent too. So I wouldn't mind having your accent, Maria. It's a good accent. All right. I was wondering when you're coming up. Ah. Oh, out on the trails. Yeah, I'm going to try. The next two videos I think I'm going to do uh, is that one I talked about smushing words together. We'll smush words together. For example, you've probably heard brunch. Brunch. Little breakfast. Little lunch. We smush it together. It becomes brunch. It's like a late breakfast or an early lunch. Staycation. Jamie mentioned one earlier, a glamping. Yeah, I got like 13 or 14 where we've we've smushed words together to make new words. Slightly different meaning. So and then I want to do a lesson on could, would, should. I did it two years ago, but I think I can do it a little better. And so we'll talk about coulda, woulda, shoulda. Can you say that? Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Could have, would have, should have. We sometimes say that when a person doesn't do what they were supposed to do. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Next couple of weeks, I'll have a couple more lessons. And then next week, I think we might do weather terms for the live lesson. So, hey, thank you all for joining. Hope you have a good rest of your Saturday. Adios, amigos.